Hey, 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 my name is Christy Yoder, your podcast host. I am the founder and CEO of Smart VAs. Can I tell you a secret? I am obsessed with teamwork and delegation. I consider myself a lazy entrepreneur, not because I don't like working, but because I always find ways to do things in the most effective way. I was born and raised in Manila, Philippines, moved to the States, and grew my virtual assistant agency from one person to more than 40-plus team members as of this recording. I was able to grow my business 10 times more after I hired my first virtual assistant in a span of 3 months. That's why my goal in this podcast is to help you grow your business by giving you fresh perspectives on delegation, up-to-date proven business strategies, and by interviewing successful entrepreneurs to teach you how to scale your business while living a freedom-filled lifestyle. So, are you ready to become a master delegator? Let's dive right in. Hey, welcome back to the Master Delegator Podcast. In this episode, I had a chance to talk to Emma Musto. She is the founder of two small businesses, Musto Media and Marketing, and From Spark to Flame, Luxury Candle Co. She is currently living and traveling around the country in her van and running her businesses remotely while on the road. Emma helps women-owned businesses develop personalized digital marketing strategies to grow their businesses, gain digital traffic, increase sales, and get the best return on their investment. Like many other entrepreneurs, she also struggled with starting her own business and leaving her full-time job until a good friend of her turned business coach encouraged her to do it. In this episode, Emma and I talked about how she's able to travel while running a successful business, how outsourcing made her life much simpler by not doing the tasks she's not good at, which allows her to focus on other areas that she can be more effective at. What were the struggles you had as you were starting out your your business? Honestly, just taking the initial leap of faith, I think, to start. My family, you know, although I love them and now they're very supportive, you know, at the time, I think we're very worried and unsure. And they were advising me that, you know, I should, this is kind of a side hustle and that I should keep my full-time job before I dive into making my own business. You know, I should see if it works before I commit to it fully. And I had one good friend and mentor who is my business coach who who encouraged me the complete opposite. She said, you have to dive headfirst. You have to go all in. If you're serious about starting your business, you have to fully commit and fully invest in yourself and in your business. And that's what I did. So I think the honestly, for me, the hardest part was just getting getting it started and, and you know taking that first leap to actually quit my job at the time and start this business. And I'm so glad I did because after that, 
everything was was pretty smooth sailing, you know? So it was just getting over that hurdle of like my own limiting beliefs of what I could do. And then the people around me telling me, you know, that they were worried for me. So blocking that out and really focusing on on what I wanted to do. Yeah, um, that is so true. And I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs have struggled with the same thing. You know, they have family members, especially their parents. They are worried about them. They're, they are concerned. Well, I'm glad that they are concerned concern because right. I feel like they should be. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it, it's a sign that they really love you and they care for you and they don't want you to, to go to a path that, you know, would bring you like mm-hmm. kind of like chaos in your life or challenges that you won't be able to to overcome. So I'm glad that you have your family um, that's taking care of you. And I believe, I hope that they are now supportive of what you're doing. They're like, oh yeah, I'm glad you go for it. <laughs> yes. Now that I'm I'm traveling in my van and I'm making such good, you know, remote income and and really I made what I wanted to come true for myself. They're very supportive now. They're yeah. like, you're right, we were wrong. that's so cool and that's a great feeling actually just you know making someone see or people see that I can do it you tell me I'm wrong but I can do it so that's (laughs) that's such a satisfying feeling so now that you were able to grow your business and you were able to support your income and you you yourself you were also able to travel different places just by doing what you're doing right now what are the strategies that you put in place in order to be, to be where you are at right now? So I would say the bi- one of the biggest ones is outsourcing the things that I wasn't good at um, or that I wasn't passionate about or that I didn't want to dedicate the time to do. So my main passion is social media and website design and, and content creation because my husband actually does the... He's a photographer and videographer. So he does photography and videography for our clients. So those are the things that I was passionate about. So things like SEO, I've outsourced, you know, things like email marketing, I've outsourced. So I think that is honestly the biggest help because at the end of the day, you can't run a successful business by yourself. You know, you can't do everything by yourself and you shouldn't do everything by yourself because you will see better results if you get help. Um, So I think that was the biggest thing that helped me really like launch and take my business a step further, making those investments, Um, even hiring a coach, you know, a business coach for starting off was really, really helpful. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And when did you get to the point where you're like, you know what, I need to hire somebody to help me with my business, with my SEO, with my email marketing? It wasn't at first. (laughs) And I'm sure that a lot of people experience that, you know, when you first start off, I think you want to obviously save as much as you can and see a little bit of growth before you take that money and reinvest. Um, But I... Honestly, looking back, I wish I would have done it sooner. And that's what I, you know, suggest to all my clients is that they they do it sooner than I did because I, I spent maybe like a full year just kind of running everything myself. And when I realized I had kind of reached a ceiling of where I was getting to, I wasn't like really growing past that. I decided to, you know, commit again, you know, and go full in again and say, all right, now it's time to really outsource these things and to start getting help so that I can reach like my next goal, my next level. 
Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I always tell people as well, specifically business owners, that delegation outsourcing should be part of your business strategy. It should be there. And it should be something that you put a budget into like and and if and I think other people they 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 don't want to delegate they don't want to outsource because they think that it's an expense more than a return on investment which is totally wrong because and I'm pretty sure you've experienced it yourself um, because when I started outsourcing when I started hiring more people to help me in my business my business grew 10 times and Yeah. yeah and is that the same thing with you? Yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's not an expense hiring someone to help you in your business. It may be an expense at the beginning, but after like a couple of months, you will see the return uh, on investment. So if you're someone who, who is not delegating right now and you're afraid that you won't be able to, to have the return on investment, just do it and you'll be surprised after a couple of months like how, how much income you're going to get just by having other people do the, ta- do the things that you could have spent on things that matter the most, like like actually growing your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to talk about um, social media management outsourcing. So why do you think somebody would uh, or should outsource their social media management to an agency or to a virtual assistant? So many reasons. Um, one of which you just mentioned, it's a return on investment. If, if you are not a social media professional, you are probably not going to do the same type of work in the same job and get the same results as someone who is. Um, and Gay Hendricks, who is the author of the book, The Big Leap, talks about the zones that we operate in. And, and he talks about the zone of incompetence, the zone of excellence, and the zone of genius. And the zone of incompetence are the things that we do that we, are, we don't excel at, that we're not good at. And he says that even very successful people waste a lot of time in that zone trying to do things themselves that would have been better off had they just delegated it to someone else who was better at doing it, they would have saved themselves time and money in the long run. So that's what I tell my clients. If you want to start working from your zone of genius, you need to start stop wasting so much time in your zone of incompetence. If you are not a professional, delegate that task to someone who is, because then that frees up your time to be able to go you know, like you said, run other aspects of your business, grow your business, um, run an aspect of your business that you are the most proficient in. It gets you more conversions, you know, because you might not know the right strategies or the right tactics to be able to convert your audience into clients or to convert them into customers. And that's something that um, a professional can help you with. And obviously growing your social media, it's not that easy in this day and age. So again, like if you don't know what you're doing, most likely what you will end up doing is wasting time and not seeing your return on investment versus if you make that initial, like you said, investment, people do see it as an expense, but it's actually completely an ROI. It's a return on investment because you will see growth and you will see results that you cannot attain on your own. Thank you.
When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with that. And there's just a lot of things that you have to learn in social media. It's not just about posting. Oh, yeah. It's about engaging with people and being real and and building relationship with your with your connections or followers on social media. And sometimes we don't have time to do that as business owners. Sometimes I mean yeah. we don't even have time to spend with our family, how much more <laughs> spending time getting to know new people, right? Exactly. So yeah, so I think um social media that's that that is one of the first few things that a business owner should delegate or should outsource to to someone else and so you've helped a lot of um, clients and you've had you've handled their social media accounts what what were the benefits of outsourcing their social media accounts to you well um for some of my clients one of my clients was a big hotel chain down in, in the Florida Keys and through creating a cohesive strategy for them and setting out a plan. Like you said, social media is not just posting. There's a lot that goes into it. There's strategies that you need to consider and it's always changing. There's always new information and new platforms and new rules and new, you know, all of these things that you need to stay on top of. So through, through creating a strategy for them, we were able to double their hotel bookings for an event weekend. Um, so that was one win for one of my clients. Another one of my clients freed up so much of her time. She physically expanded her business. So she opened another location, which is a big deal, you know, to have a storefront of brick and mortar, you have to go through a whole other process. So because she wasn't having to spend so much time on her social media, she was able to focus on actually physically growing her business. One of my other clients, I did a post for them that went viral and their inbox just flooded with DMs. You know, she wow. was a social entrepreneur. Yeah. So her inbox flooded with DMs and she had so many people asking about her services and trying to set up discovery calls. Um, so those are just a few of, of the wins that I've had for some of my clients and an example of how outsourcing your social media can really <laughs> benefit you. Yeah, that is so awesome. And, you know, I, I feel like people need to hear these kind of stories because they, mm-hmm. they, they thought that when you outsource your social media, they they really think that it's just all about posting. They don't think about the strategy. And sometimes when you talk to someone, they think that it's something that's easy to do. And social media management, it's not easy. It's a lot harder than you think. It's not just all about posting, like what you said. You know, you have to think of strategies and you you have to make sure that the strategies you put in place actually give you the results that you wanted because if not then you have to reevaluate your your strategies. And so what do you think is the best way to delegate a task effectively, specifically social media management? Like like if I am a business owner, what are the things that I need to prepare in order to to delegate the task effectively to you or to 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 other people? 
Are you sick and tired of being overwhelmed and afraid you'll never scale your business? Meet Smart VAs. Unlike many virtual assistant agencies that only assign one dedicated virtual assistant, we provide flexibility for growing businesses by assigning a team of experienced virtual assistants that can do different tasks to support your continuous growth. Visit smartvas.online to book a free discovery call and start growing your business. So I would say to honestly do your research before you make a commitment to a specific person or a company, which I think some people don't do. Like once they decide to delegate, they just go on Google and they're like social media management, you know, company, and then they just hire the first one. And then they're not happy with the results because every agency and every individual freelancer will have their own niche and their own specific industry. So like I help women-owned businesses, small to medium-sized businesses. Um, someone else might be in the wellness and health industry specifically, or someone else might be in, you know, tourism and hospitality. So I think finding somebody that has experience in your specific niche and speaking to them and making sure that they understand your business and that they're, they're ready to take on, you know, your, your project and your business. Cause you, it's something that you need to trust that other person with your, and that's, I think a lot of another restraints that business owners have when thinking about delegating is that they don't want to trust anybody else with their business. They worked so hard on it and, you know, they feel like only they really understand it. So that's why I think the most important thing for you to do when you decide to delegate is to actually find somebody that you like, that you trust, and that you believe would do a good job with your business that is in your niche, that is in your industry, um, and just talk to them, set up a, a discovery phone call and see if the chemistry is there, if the connection is there. You know, Also having chemistry between a client and a service provider is very important. You, know, you, you don't want to have tension between your client off and it's just going to be a mess. So yeah, doing, doing your research and hiring somebody. Yeah, that, that is very true. I totally agree that you need to find the right fit for you. Well, you own a restaurant and the social media person is doing, is expert in like wellness, like, like yoga or, or anything similar to that. Like that person may know the strategy, the best strategy for yoga, for wellness, but maybe not for a restaurant. Though social media management, they are the same. They are similar in many ways, but it's different when you are talking to people who love eat, who loves to eat than people who are in the wellness or who wants to diet, who wants to do to do like keto diet. So it's it's totally different. So what can you say to people who are currently not achieving their goals, their, their business goals right now? Consider outsourcing <laughs> and consider outsourcing all, any aspect that I said earlier that you're is not in your zone of genius, that is in your zone of incompetence. Like choose what is your main goal for your business and then see how you can work towards that. And everything else that's to the side of that, you know, SEO, website, social media, virtual assistant stuff, scheduling meetings, maybe even sales, you know, you can all, you can get that all outsourced. So really focus on what you are the best at, at your business and then outsource the other things so that you can free yourself enough time to grow. And then so that you can actually see that return on investment, take the time to make sure that whoever you are outsourcing to 
you trust, you know, knows about your industry, knows about your business and can actually give you that return on investment. I've had so many people complain to me um, that they outsourced this and they weren't happy with the result. And so now they're hesitant to do that again. Right. Well, maybe you didn't actually take the time to research and to find somebody that was a good fit for your business specifically. Exactly. I totally agree with that. And I I, want to know, like, if you have a lot of free time in your hands right now, how would you spend it? I mean, you may be already doing it because you're outsourcing and you are living a lifestyle that is very freedom filled and very flexible. So can you, so can you can you like tell us like what are you gonna do if you have more time in your hands or if you already have it what are the things that you are currently doing or how are you currently spending those those time that you have Yeah so um as we talked about this I don't know if it was before the the interview officially started yeah. but I'm living in my van right now with my husband and my dog and we are traveling all around the country so I think. I, I use my free time mainly to just enjoy my experience traveling. So I spend time with my family, which is the number one most important thing to me. And then I, we do a lot of camping and we do a lot of hiking. And if we're in a new city, we'll go, you know, sightsee. And this past weekend, we were at Zion National Park for the first time. So we did a lot of hikes and it was just nice to like take that time. And I think I'm balancing work and play and it's almost intertwined you know it's gotten to a point where I it doesn't feel like I have to take specific time to work or take specific time to play like it meshes really well um in the morning I'll wake up and maybe I'll do a little bit of work and then I'll get up and go on a hike or go camping or go you know do whatever and I am growing my own business mainly by like delegating those tasks and then really focusing on what I'm the best at, you know, which is my own branding and getting my clients. And then I'm out, I'm starting to outsource, like, for example, um, for my candles, I'm starting to outsource social media ads. So targeted ads, and I can do them, but I don't want to do them because I want to have my free time to be able to enjoy my time in my van with my family. So I decided to just outsource that to somebody else. And I'm very happy that I did because like I said, it's freed up so much of my time that now I get to spend reading books and going on hikes and playing with my dog, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that is really good. That is really good. I love what you said that you now enjoy the experience. And I and that is very important because most most entrepreneurs, like they're very busy or we tend to be very busy and we don't enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Even if we're not working, even if we're outside eating with friends or or walking, running, hiking, we still think of work. And I love and that's why I love what you said, enjoy the experience. You have to enjoy the experience. Like if you're with your family, you have to enjoy your moment with them and not think about work or not talk about work and it's very important that you're able to balance work and also play like what you said and I'm glad that you were able to to find that um balance um in your business and I encourage those who are listening to this episode that you don't have to get stuck you don't have to do everything you don't have to feel alone all the time in your business go and ask for help go find the right people to to outsource your tasks to and don't be afraid if you if you if you find someone and you feel like that the per- that person is not the right fit for you then 
let go of that person and then try some try another person it's kind of like relationships right like when you had your first boyfriend you thought that's the that's the that's the right person yeah. for you but it turned out to be not that way you know and then you find somebody else it didn't work you find somebody else it didn't work so it's kind of like with finding the right um, virtual assistant or the right agency or the right person to do your task for you so you have exactly. to try and try until you get married to that person <laughs> yes it's exactly like that it is a relationship it's a business relationship Instead yeah of a personal relationship it's a business relationship and not everybody is going to be a good fit for you so like you said just keep trying until you find that that good fit and once you do it'll be so relieving because you can take time and 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 like you said before, I encourage everybody to take time for themselves as well. Delegate something and outsource something to spend more time just doing the things you love and do like working on your hobbies or doing something, taking time to relax and rest. You know, don't feel guilty or don't feel like you have to do everything. And if you outsource something and somebody else is doing it, then you then have to go and do something else for your business. Like sometimes it's okay if you just don't want to do any extra work. You just want to to take some time to rest, some time to spend with your family, some time to do your hobbies because we're humans too. You know, we're business owners, but first of all, we're humans and we also need rest and relaxation and recreation. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Well, this has been a fun interview, but we need to wrap up. So do you have any resources or promotion that you want to share with our audience? So just if you guys do need um, social media management, like I said, I do specialize in women-owned um, small to medium-sized businesses, uh, mainly in the travel adventure outdoor lifestyle since I am traveling around in my van. So that's at Musto Media and Marketing. Our website is mustomm.com, M-U-S-T-O.mm.com. Uh, my Instagram is Emma Musto. You can find me there and DM me at any time. I love making new friends. And the scented candles are called From Spark to Flame. So you can find that at fromsparktoflame.com, from Spark to Flame on Instagram, uh, luxury scented soy wax candles. So, th and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. This was an awesome interview and I'm so happy I got to speak with you today. You're, you're welcome. I'll put those links and um, anything else that you mentioned um, about your candles and your and your social media service. I'll, I'll put those links in the show notes um, so that people can find you. Thank you so much for your time today, Emma. Thank you so much. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to show your appreciation and support, please consider buying a coffee for me at buymeacoffee.com slash Thank you for your support and see you on the next episode.